I think it's time. I think it's legitimately that time where it's time for me to just start living that life that I thought that I was going to live in the first place, right? You know, that life where you kind of think to yourself, oh, I really want my life to look like this, you know? If I have all the choices of my life to make, no, no, you stay here. You stay here. You don't go to the, the dining room. You don't go to the piano room. And I think I'm just like feeling that, right? It's like, there's a part of me that feels like, well, why would I want to do that, right? Why don't I just want to live the, the daily grind of, you know, like wake up, do the chores, go to bed again, right? And it's like, I think I'm torn between a whole bunch of different kinds of ways to, ways to live, right? There's the, there's the Just David version where it's like, hey, you wake up and yes, you do the necessities, but only until they're like at their necessities, right? Like you simplify your life as much as, po as possible, as intentional as possible, so that the necessities of life take up like basically less than 1%. You could sneeze it out and no big deal, and you're moving on before then, so you can work on your craft, work on your art, work on um, <clears throat> enjoying the beauties of the world that are ours to behold and enjoy and improve and, you know, just like go straight innovation mode, right? And I think that's where I want to go. I think so, right? And I think, I think more than, than I know, I totally want to be there, right? Because if I had everything the way that I wanted, it would be like, hey, I, I'm living that life. I'm living a life where I have innovation mode as much as possible, you know? And then my next mode is like implementer style. I only ever need to implement like, you know, cause my innovator style is nine, right? And my implementer style is a four, right? So I'm like one more, cause four plus four is eight, right? So if I'm like a four or a five hours of innovation per day, per day, let's say I'm five hours of innovation per day. That means I'm two hours implementer and I'm an hour and a half of like detail and follow through kind of person, follow up, yeah, follow through kind of person. <clears throat> and then that makes a lot of sense to me. I could see myself being very content living that life. You know, where, you know, I wake up every day and I maybe hit it hard for like, let's say, I could say I could hit it hard for like 10 minutes per time, right? If I had 10 minutes of two hours per day, that would mean, that would be like 10, six 10 minute spans per hour, 12 10 minute spans per day, right? And so that means I do 10 minutes before I eat and 10 minutes after I eat would be cleanup time, basically. Every time I eat, every time I drink, 10 minutes before, 10 minutes after. That's all I could manage and I could totally see that being manageable, right? Because then that's not me trying to hit the grind for like two to four hours just to make it pristine or whatever. But if I'm hitting it 10 minutes every time I before I drink and eat, I could totally see it being like scoop up everything and it's going to be fine. It's easy peasy. Everything's light. Everything's light. Everything's light. That makes a lot of sense to me. 
Um, and then I have this one friend that she like has this mantra. She's like, I don't clean up after kids. <laughs> I teach them how to clean up after themselves. <laughs> and, and, and it's so easy to say it, right? And I could totally just say it. I can totally practice saying that every day. Whether I implement in that mentality all the time, I don't know. Because there's the softy side of me, which is actually so detrimental. The softy side of me is so detrimental because it loses track of what is to ask others to do and what is mine to do. Because then I absorb myself in, oh, I'm just supporting. I'm supporting, 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 right? But I feel like in some ways I support to no end and I support to no reason, right? It's not really a means to an end of supporting. It's just a supporting thing for no reason, right? And to no end. And so in those cases, I kind of have to quander and, and wonder to myself, it's like, is this really serving? Is my version of this kind of support actually serving? So that's something I'm pondering. Um, then there's the act, like the detail aspect, right? Where it's like, okay, those things, detail plus follow through are both three, right? So that's like an hour and a half, maybe three hours a day. I would even say that's like, that's pretty intense for me to go, go, go for three hours of like punctuality and like follow through and everything. That's pretty intense. <laughs> that would be quite a day. That really would like use up a lot of my energy, Eric's right? But then, like, if I think about it, honestly, it's like I wake up, I pretty much have 12 hours a day, right? So let's just say I got two hours at the beginning, then I got, like, five hours of innovation, and then I've got, um, yeah, and then I've got three hours <clears throat> of detail, right? And then it's just kind of like freestyle, free time, decompress you know, get ready for the next day kind of stuff, right? I could see myself living a pretty happy life that way. And like, I guess I just want to ponder that because <clears throat> there's a part of me that really yearns to take charge of what is mine to do to take care of me, right? Because I just, I feel like I'm constantly going through this constant cycle of blaming others for how miserable I'm feeling. When it's like at the end of the day, no, I need to take extreme ownership and realize I'm the only one that is to blame for however I'm feeling about whatever, right? It's not because of other people that have pressured me into living this life. It's not. It's my choices that have led me here. So how can I allow for my continued choices from here moving forward to help me so that I can create the situation that I actually want to create <clears throat> versus defaulting into the life that I don't want to create. So then there's that aspect too. Hi. Yeah, you need to find your pen. But I'm trying to have help right here because I can't give you a pen like this. That doesn't work for me. <clears throat> This doesn't help me get a pen for you.
side of it too. That's like what I can control with me, right? So then that really, really brings me to like 11 hours in the day, right? Because like two plus five is seven plus three, well, that's only 10 hours of the day, right? That's 10 hours out of a day that I would probably be awake for two, five more hours actually. So then it's like, well, then what about the other five? Because the other five, I feel like becomes all of my like, me choosing to run faster than I have speed time, really. It's me adding in extra hours of implementing, extra hours of, of follow through, extra hours of details, <clears throat> extra hours of all of this energy that I could be using for something else, right? Because there's a part of me that just wants to be able to just like replicate myself in some ways into five different people, right? Because I realize that the people I have in my life, I really can't depend on them to do what is mine to do, right? I just can't. They can't do it the way that I do it, right? But I can at least have some level of like, you know what though? Could we just at least have some level of like, hey, um, let's hold, like, let let you hold space for a little bit. For like whatever time and space you're willing to hold space for, I'd love it. I would love to have that kind of freedom and space to just have that space. Because I feel like when I'm using the rest of the five hours of my day in ways that are just like, in some ways wasteful and useless for me and what is mine to do, I just feel kind of tizzied out. I feel used, I feel, um, I feel like nobody cares about what I'm doing with those extra five hours that are sacrificing for them and supporting them, uh, which requires a lot of like <clears throat> follow through and it requires a lot of everything. So it's not even to blame that it's using the opposite herbs of what I am doing for me, but it's basically using the herbs that I would otherwise be using for me to then give them my herbs, right? That's basically what's going on there. And then I kind of have to be in that space to be like, yes, I believe in being a ministering kind of person. I just do. I believe in being a person that's willing to be kind and notice when there's a need and, and do our best to fill it and those kinds of things. And I guess there's a part of me that just is searching for a better system and a habit for myself to lean on Jesus even more, to lean on borrowing strength from Heavenly Father and, and letting them hold the burdens that I feel from sacrificing my life away in some way in the support of others and their dreams and their what that what I would see as a beautiful blessing for them kind of thing and then I guess I wonder sometimes you know I wonder you know who's going to be supporting me or when do I get to support me because I didn't really get to have a mom to support me with the things that I wanted to do. I was mostly just trying to run away from that situation because it was really hard for me. And so I guess I'm trying to find healing in that. 
something to give. So I'm just kind of processing and trying to figure that out. And all the while trying to be some kind of happy, cheerful person in the midst of it all, right? And that's not easy to do. You know, I read all these books that talk about, you know, making good choices and being some kind of a person that's sincere versus being insincere and, you know, not living true to your truth or true to your purpose and things like that. But it takes a lot of bravery to actually do it, to walk the walk and talk the talk of a person that actually believes in self-care, self-love, reparenting themselves, standing up for themselves, and all of that, right? So anyways, I'm just kind of learning how to be this kind of person that's somehow willing to just keep trying. Because a lot of the time, I really just feel very suffocated. And I'm just trying to process how to help myself out of it, how to prevent myself from getting there. I'm trying not to blame other people for how I feel. Because that's so toxic, right? Like, I know those patterns. I know those patterns too well, right? And so I don't want to be, like, I want to be a pioneer for some kind of a healthy person. And all the while, I have, am hard, having a hard time figuring out what a healthy person even looks like, right? Because there's all the, the cookie-cutter coloring page version of what a healthy person looks like. But in reality, you know, there's the colors that go on, but they're not perfectly colored in, right? They're, there's smudges there, smudges here, and it's just kind of partially done. And so there's a part of me that's like, okay, so if you can't make it perfect, it's always goes back to that same thing. If you can't make it perfect, why are you even trying in the first place, right? And so I just always have to go back to that truth that I do know, though, right? By small and simple things are great things brought to pass. Yes, right now, it's not going to look perfect. It's not supposed to look perfect right now. It's never supposed to look perfect right now. It's always supposed to look messy right now right and I have to somehow be this person to be like yes I'm not going to be able to make sunrises in this life I'm not going to be able to make sunsets I'm not going to be able to make the clouds look as perfect as real clouds I'm not going to be able to make a real pineapple out of nothing you know I might want to try to draw one but I'm, I'm not going to legit like think up a pineapple and, and, and make it up out of nowhere or make up a new plant out of nowhere you know but what I am asked to do in this life is pretty simple right it's like love Heavenly Father love myself love my neighbor you know learn and serve and you know what when it comes to doing those things and I think that's the thing it's like whenever I'm trying to do those things and then I'm like falling on my face while I'm trying to do those things I think I just get too down on myself because I'm like why why am I doing all these things 
feel so unfulfilled in trying to do them, right? But at the same time, it's like, well, what do I expect, right? Do I expect to get a pat on the back every single time I do a good deed? Do I expect to get like a million dollars in the in the bank like every single time I choose to like follow a commandment or something like that? Like, what do I expect when I'm on this iron rod holding on tight, right? It's like, do I really expect, or am I? Is my am I accurate to just kind of think? Well, what are they doing? They're on this iron rod, and they, when do they get to the tree? At the end, right? The love of God, it's at the end. It's the promised land. It's, it's all of these things. So it's like I have to get into this frame of mind to be like, you know what? I don't know when the end is. I don't know how long I'm going to be enduring for, right? This is what enduring to the end looks like, right? And so in some ways, I just, I'm learning how to pull up my granny pants a little longer, right? And be like, you know what? I don't know how long. You know, some people ask, are we there yet, right? Like, what, like it, when are we gonna be there, right? Like, and I, I think sometimes I feel that way. But at the same time, it's like, you know what? I don't have to worry. I don't have to get as caught up in worry as I, as I think that I get. Because I think at the end of the day, I just need to be okay that I'm still holding on. What? to, for me to know that I'm still holding on to the iron rod, right? What was the last thing I did 
to learn something, right? To serve someone, right? And when I can just like honestly see all of those things, it's like, well, of course, I've done those things like 20 times, 200 times over today, right? So then at the end of the day, it's like, well, what's the big deal then? So what if I have some dirt on the floor or like, you know, some things like misplaced or mismatched in one place or the other? Or so what that like, you know, like things aren't necessarily like on the cover of like better homes and, and bathrooms or something like that. Because it's like, that's not my mark. That's not what I said, oh, I can't wait to receive my body so that I could like make my home look like it's it's supposed to be for the cover of a magazine every single breathing moment of my earthly existence, right? I probably created my pre-existence, pre-mortal bucket list saying something like, oh, I just can't wait to have a body so I can meet that handsome man again that I just met and that I can go and marry him so I can be with him forever, right? And I just can't wait to receive a body so I'll know what it's like to be nursing a baby, right? And to have a baby reach their arms out at me every single waking hour of the day because they're ready for another hug and a snuggle from me and nobody else, right? I probably decided to come and receive a body because I was like, oh, I'm sweet. I just can't wait to use my fingers and hands to create beautiful things, to create beautiful scenes and beautiful objects and projects and things just with my hands because I'm learning to be a creator, right? With my body, right? And so I have all of these different ideas of what I chose to receive a body to be able to progress and grow with. And so I'm just trying to give myself a little bit of flack, I guess, because I have such a hard time with remembering, just with remembering, right? Just remembering what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and why that matters, right? 